Hello, everyone. This is Bill Astori, Bracing Views, and I wanted to talk about the tyranny of low expectations in the United States. Now, our political scene is fraught with partisanship. It seems like every issue is identified as a Democratic one versus Republican, or the right versus the left. But so many issues in the United States have very little, if anything, to do with partisanship, uh, and they shouldn't be polarized issues. Think, for example, about a minimum wage. Americans deserve a living wage. And a living wage, for me, is something like $15 an hour as a minimum. Think about somebody who works for $15 an hour. If they work 50 weeks a year, 40 hours a week, get two weeks off for vacation, often without pay in the United States, that person would only make 30000 a year. That is hardly a princely sum. It seems to me that at the very least, we owe it to American workers to make, as a minimum, $15 an hour. And yet, neither party supports this. Oh, I know, the Democrats say that they're in favor of $15 an hour. Joe Biden says he's for it, but they don't do anything. It could have easily been in the latest COVID relief bill, but Democrats didn't fight for it. And some of the most progressive Democrats, like AOC, did nothing. So this is one of those issues that, to me, is neither a right nor a left issue. And yet Americans seem to think, well, you know, we don't deserve $15. I guess we'll just settle for a minimum wage of just over $7 an hour that hasn't increased in 12 years since 2009. That's just crazy. Now, I was reading a book recently about workers in the early 1970s, and the book made reference to workers back then making about 13, 14,000 a year. Do you know that's what a worker would make under today's minimum wage? They would make what workers made in the United States in the early 1970s. That's 40 years ago. Now, this is just absurd. Uh, another issue where Americans should be united is healthcare for all, single payer healthcare. Instead, we have health insurance providers and pharmaceutical companies and medical lobbies that have turned privatized healthcare into wealth care. It's really wealth care for pharmaceutical companies, for health insurance companies. You know, private health insurance, our American healthcare system is vastly more expensive than the state-run system in the United Kingdom, for example. And most other uh, advanced countries in the world have government-provided, government-funded, and actually, you know, people-funded, taxpayers like us. And yet again, we as Americans have low expectations, even though most Americans would prefer a government-run healthcare system. Uh, 
you know, we, we just uh, surrender to powerful lobbies in Washington, D.C. And we keep electing, re-electing the same politicians who are basically bought and paid for uh, and who serve special interests instead of serving, you know, we the uh, American people. So what we have in the United States is we have this conundrum where, you know, we have very low expectations about what our government can do. And maybe that's because, or should do, uh, what we need to do is demand from government uh, that they actually take care of people, that they actually get behind uh, a, a living wage, uh, get get behind a single payer health care, you know, get get behind uh, relief for uh, poverty, and make sure that there's no children that 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 go hungry in America. I mean, we have plenty of money to do this. And, and yet we don't do it. Instead, America spends trillions of dollars on wasteful regime change wars overseas like Iraq and Afghanistan. If you add up the cost of those two wars, uh, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of about $6 trillion. Uh, each year we spend about a trillion dollars on, on national defense. Uh, I think we could probably cut that figure in half over time and just think about that savings and how we could apply a savings of 500 billion dollars we could end child poverty in the united states we could build affordable homes for for every american and what is more important but we have again we have low expectations and as i said in another article at bracing views uh, we're basically we the people we're, we're kept divided distracted and downtrodden and it's a deliberate policy. Uh, we're we're divided by partisan politics. Where you know it's Democrats uh, uh, against Republicans, uh, even though so many Americans get along just fine, uh, and so many issues have nothing to do with with parties at all. We're kept distracted by everything in the media, um, you know, divisiveness, uh, sensationalism, uh, and. We're kept downtrodden in part by by absurdly low wages for a lot of people, uh, lack of uh, affordable health care, so that people um, often go into bankruptcy. And in fact, the number one cause of bankruptcy in the United States is uh, medical bankruptcy. You know, people get sick, uh, and they're even when they have health insurance, it doesn't cover uh, the cost of hospital stays or expensive drugs and, and expensive treatments. So they have to go bankrupt as a result. You know, talk about taking advantage of, of, of sick people. It really is sick when you think about it, to take advantage of, of people who are unhealthy and who uh, are, are dying. So we, we need to raise our expectations of what government is capable of doing. Uh, a government that is, that would actually be responsive to the people. As I mentioned in my article, you remember the famous words of Abraham Lincoln, who talked about government of the people, by the people, for the people, and how that government should not be allowed to perish from this earth. Well, can we really say now that our government is of the people, by the people, and for the people? We really can't say that. Uh, and, and that is something that needs to change, or else we're going to be 
and in even deeper trouble as a country. So it's time. It's definitely time to raise our expectations. Uh, it's time to demand more from government. After all, it's it's we the, uh, the taxpayers who fund the government, and it's we who who elect the representatives who are supposed to be governing in our name and passing bills in our name that actually help us. But often, as we've discovered, they end up hurting us instead. So, hey, I, I thank you so much for, for listening to this short podcast. Uh, and I ask you to go out there and fight for what's right for all of us, especially for those Americans who are disadvantaged in, in these uh, COVID times. Thank you.